0: Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm joined as always by my lovely, wonderful co-host Alexander Voltz. Say hello. What? Okay. <laughs> this is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. It is a new discography for the most part, uh, every episode. And today we are talking about...
1: The Birthday Party. Yes!
0: Yes! Yes! I'm excited. I fucking love this band. I'm very excited. I didn't leave this... Like, we've been hanging out... For a good minute setting up. I did not leave. I did not give any just, hint.
1: Just went into it. Coming
0: in hot. Didn't give you any, any hint that I was excited for this episode.
1: I feel like the group chats have been uh, sassy and and filled with paranoia. So this will be, this will be an interesting. Uh,
0: this is the most. And we, we just did Dead Kennedys last week. And that we thought that was a paranoid band. This is the most paranoid band of all fucking time. It's
1: a crazy, crazy world of uh, Nick Cave and the Birthday Party.
0: Amazing, and uh, before we get into all that, uh, plugs because I did, I forgot to do it at the beginning last time. I don't really oh, that, care.
1: Yeah, you're I, co- you're coming in hot and heavy, dude. Real quick. Who too. gives a shit? You know what? Fuck plugs. We're not going
0: to do it yet. We're going to do it at the end of the episode. We're going to do it at the yeah, end because if you're coming here to listen to us talk about music, that's exactly what we're going to do. God. Damn it. And also, I'm pent up because at the time of this recording, we are fucking quarantined. <laughs> the world knows what the hell is happening. When By the time this releases, who knows what it's going to be like.
1: Who knows? From Dead Kennedys till now, it escalated so quickly. It so. went
0: from zero to ten. Well, we're not at ten. To, to be fair, we are still allowed to leave our homes because I'm not at my home currently. Uh, but, you know, restaurants are shut down. Bars and gyms are shut down. Anything. all Every single live event has been canceled.
1: Yep. Oh, I'm only seeing close friends and no, no public gatherings,
0: no public gatherings. Also, I don't hang out with people. I see you and like two other people ever. So
1: it's weird. Like, uh, I'd probably be doing the same shit under normal circumstances, but when there's a uh, sense of anxiety and dread and that you really don't have an option, it it's- it feels worse.
0: It's what it is, it's not the, the fear of the rona, as people are calling it, it is the lack of freedom. It is saying, "Hey, you're not allowed to go outside, and it's for your own good, sure, but you're still not allowed, and that's, that's, that's anxious. P- yeah, that's not a good feeling.
1: And people are animals, so you just don't know what state yeah the world is going to be be in, and uh...
0: yeah and in man, we've had significantly worse. Viruses, like significant, like within our lifetimes, but this one is—it's not worse. Like it's, I just said, it's—it's
1: it's, it's the unknown, and
0: well, also it's the fucking news, man. The way they're wording shit—it's so fucking. It's like, ah oh, man, dude, H one N one. I'm only gonna say that it was so much worse. I it so much worse. A billion people infected. Five hundred thousand deaths. Yeah. And who remembers when it happened? Fucking no one.
1: Whatever, you know. Exactly. We're here to talk about music. Exactly. But we're also, world.
0: we're trapped though. That's, that's what we have. Nothing to do except think about shit. You know. And fucking I, play video games and listen to music.
1: And I make cra- crazier than my normal social media posts. Like, uh, I just made a collage of uh, Paddington, Orange
0: Cassidy, and then uh, my my nieces and, and nephews. Uh, I think Orange Cassidy is a professional wrestler, the greatest of all time. I'm not even a big wrestling guy, but I fucking love him.
1: Orange Cassidy. If you need some joy in your life, just look up Orange Cassidy clips on YouTube. Like you don't even need to watch his matches. You can just like watch like 15 no, seconds highlights. and he'll put a smile it's on your It's just comedy.
0: Face. It's comedy.
1: It's fucking hilarious. Slapstick. Yeah. Uh Buster Keaton style stuff. Fucking It's great. real good. Timeless. Uh and then yeah, if you need a Smile. Please watch the Paddington movies. I believe the world would be a better place if everyone watched the Paddington movies.
0: They're real good.
1: (laughs) They're so heartwarming and they're so honest without being full of shit, which is so hard to do.
0: Yeah. Uh, Plus, anytime you see Hugh Grant in a role that's not sleazy.
1: Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hugh Grant is the villain in two and is great. And Nicole Kidman is the villain in the first one. And she's awesome. Like hot as hell. Like there's a scene where she's like knocking on a phone booth to try to use the phone and the guy's like I can't be bothered and then he turns around and locks eyes with her and it's just like slow motion Lionel Richie. Hello. Yeah. Is it me? Like it's so funny. It's so funny or like uh, when they lose Paddington and they're telling the cops about it and they're describing him and the mom's like, and he's a bear. And the cop taking the notes is like, I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, could you be a little more descriptive, please? It's,
0: I love how I deliberately skip plugs so we can go right into the band. And we just started talking about padding. T- <laughs> the world, the world needs it. Be kind and
1: pull Wait, hold on. You're going to look up the quote. What aunt, aunt Lucy
0: says. So this is the, okay. While you're looking up that, uh, this is the worst band to listen to when you're anxious of dying. Like this is what, if you haven't heard of the birthday party, it's if you haven't heard of Nick cave for one, listen to Nick cave. This was Nick caves band before uh, Nick cave and the bad seeds. Uh, If you're, this is weird because
1: if you're kind and polite, the world will be right. Okay. All right. Good words to live by. If it fit around my, my, uh, belly button, like Tupac Thug Life stuff. Oh, that would be... I would do it. Extremely and the, gangster. And the gothic font. Yeah,
0: yeah. The, the, the Old English. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, Nick Cave is a legend. He's one of my favorite vocalists of all time. He's very famous, and he's got a very... like he's, he's He's gone through every genre known to man, pretty much.
1: Almost... Like, like his so, his solo career is more prolific than the birthday party.
0: Well, his solo, he's at like a million solo albums. He just released one last year. It was on my best albums of twenty nineteen list, and it's re- he's a singer. He's mellow. There's a lot of piano. He's, he's
1: a Renaissance man. Yeah, man. If I see, I think that's how I got into Nick Cave. Actually, was uh, the movies he'd be like associated. Yeah,
0: with. Yeah, he did a lot. Of, he does a lot of film scores. Uh, especially now with uh, his writing partner, Warren Ellis slash violinist. Uh, Before him, it used to be Mick Harvey who was in the birthday party, but we'll get into more details. But uh, Nick Cave is so accessible. Well, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds is so accessible that my fucking mom- Sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, but a lot of the time though, my mom likes Nick Cave. That's how accessible. The birthday party is the, oh my God. polar opposite. So- my, I was introduced to the birthday party when I was like 12 or no, no 13, I believe probably 13. And I knew of Nick cave as Nick cave. And then I, uh, I remember sp- I distinctly, I remember my brother sent me to go buy the album for him. Cause I was like at Amoeba records area mm-hmm. and he wasn't there. He's like, get this one, this album. And I was, I, so I was snooping around <clears throat> on like looking at the album, like waiting in line. And I saw in the back, Nick Cave vocalist. I was like, wait a minute. The pretty piano Nick cave. Wait, why is my brother want this? He doesn't like pretty music. What's happening. And then I heard the album and oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Insane. Insane. If you like the birthday party, you're probably fucked up in the head for sure. Probably.
1: Um, yeah so i did it a weird way i watched that movie the proposition and i loved it so much
0: oh really? you saw wait that's how you were introducing Nick cave
1: yeah because i love the proposition so much great movie and then um and he wrote the movie and of course the score and that's like that's mm. how like it started
0: interesting wait what year did that come out uh oh Oh five. Oh five. Uh, that's a good ass movie. Um, so I
1: so good if if yeah, and this is related to it. Yeah, if if you guys haven't seen The Proposition, please.
0: Yeah, it's it's a western. It's an Australian western. Uh, Nick Cave, of course, Australian man. Uh, but uh, what was I gonna say? Shit, I fucking forgot. We're gonna Cut
1: say it. Fosters Australian for beer. Ugh,
0: it's an awful beer. I actually don't even like beer, but that's really bad.
1: Uh, well, we're talking about Australians. Uh, shout out to Alf Stewart, who the the rape dungeon guy. What?
0: What are you talking about? The
1: the <laughs> the guy on the soap opera. It's home and away.
0: Oh, th- see, you're throwing out plugs at or, or polls that no one in the fucking world would ever get.
1: I didn't even get it. And you showed me like last week because I feel insane and I want people to. <laughs> it's like this
0: show. Um, <laughs> fucking. Uh, I lo- I completely lost my train of thought. Um. We're gonna call someone a bloody don't no no God damn it Alex you can't okay okay anyway <laughs> birthday party uh so I've been uh, yeah I'm a, a I'm a longtime fan of the birthday party and they're they they uh so uh I I completely lost myself I lost it I'm done I'm done I'm quarantined yep. I'm done I'm dead yeah. and uh, we're not alive anymore and Hold go on.
1: on yeah so Nick Cave Mick Harvey and Phil Calvert formed a band a band Mm -hmm. in uh, 1973 and then uh 1973 yeah jesus they knew each other in like a million years old they knew each other in like uh it's school Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know middle school elementary school take your pick Mm -hmm. um and then i got this like bootleg thing of like rarities and b-sides and that has uh some of the first two songs they recorded sex crimes masturbation nation and then
0: wonderful wonderful song titles
1: roland s howard comes in 78
0: roland s howard yeah who
1: is one of the most underrated guitar players ever
0: he's very fucking interesting i have problems with the guy but he's real interesting
1: yeah and then uh yeah and then we're kind of off to the races and uh before we get into it i will say like uh researching it it's very interesting how, like, um, when you're on on Genius, the the lyric site where the stuff yeah. is annotated, uh, a lot of these lyrics, like Nick Cave, kind of comes back to not in like wholeheartedly like ripped off, but like, uh, like George Lucas says, it's like poetry and it has to rhyme, uh. but Nick Cave does it in a more eloquent.
0: He's a brilliant writer. I remember what I was going to say, by the way. When I got all fucking brain dead, uh, I was going to bring up his writing because he has a couple books out. I I have both, but I only read one of them. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, called "The Death of Bunny, Bunny Monroe." It's like really fucking good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> really like, entertaining. Like uh, I f- didn't write down what book it was, but in uh, I'll just say this real quick. In in the song "Swampland," like yeah. the premise for the book came out
0: of yeah, that's uh, that song. uh and the "Asshole Angel." Yeah, he was. Uh, sheltered away, high as fuck, writing this book, uh, like complete recluse., uh, he was in like in this weird, tumultuous relationship with some girl from Australia. Uh, and he was writing this this big epic. <clears throat> which ended up being and the ass and the asshole of the angel. Uh, a lot of drugs were involved for the most part. Oh, yeah. I haven't finished the book. It's really hard to read. It's written in a way that has like all these dialects and, and accents, and I fucking hate reading accents. I oh, absolutely dude. hate. It yeah
1: i think it's grant yeah grant morrison does that a lot he's a comic book writer and yeah he writes like phonetically yeah i fucking hate it it's just like
0: i can just imagine an accent let me imagine just tell me the accent and i'll imagine it
1: yeah it's so much harder to like sit there and like like mouth it out like
0: uh shadow over innsmouth the lovecraft story which like is my favorite lovecraft story Mm but it was like a Fucking four pages of that phonetic accent bullshit. Oh, yeah. and it's so, yeah, yeah it's garbage. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. He is, he's a good writer. And lyrically, I think I, I'm, I've mentioned this countless times in the past. I'm not a big lyric guy, but Cave's lyrics are fucking remarkable. He's such a good writer. Uh, in more recent years, I would say less so uh, for the, the album Push the Sky Away. Man. Those lyrics are rough, are they, dude? They're dumb as fuck. <laughs> I, it's unbelievable. I couldn't believe what I was reading, but like, damn,
1: let love in no, they- and
0: fucking, you know, uh, tender prey and your your funeral, my trial, like all those albums, amazing writing.
1: Yeah. Does your mom listen to Stagger Lee?
0: Uh no. (laughs) That's also not even his song. It's like a cover.
1: It is a cover, but damn, what a cover.
0: The Bad Seeds cover of that is the best version. It's the best version. I'm a bad motherfucker called Stagger Lee. Stagger Lee. It's fucking awesome. There's something
1: about Cox too. Oh
0: yeah. Uh I'm not yeah. It's something about, yeah, fucking a boy, a fat boy's asshole. that's literally a lyric. (laughs) Literally a lyric in there. Uh so let's Start, I guess. We've been dilly-dallying so, for a fucking while. So, now... Oh, wait. I know what I was going to say. Before we before going to it, you said this about Rolling this Sour. I think Mick Harvey is one of the most underrated musicians of all time. Yeah. Not even guitar players because he was a, one of the main writers for the birthday party.
1: And he doesn't...
0: He's so understated. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fucking talk ever. He never does anything except write the best songs. And then for the Bat Seats, he was... Nick Cave's writing partner for the for up until maybe like 10, 15 years ago or something like that, when he left. Actually, I don't remember when he left, which year exactly, but it was fairly recently. He was responsible for all of the bad seed stuff that I love. Mm-hmm. Like everything about the bad seeds that I love. Nick Cave is great. I love his voice. I love his writing. Mick Harvey is musically w- the reason they were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think he gets nearly enough love or attention ever. <clears throat> you were going to say before I cut you off.
1: Also, right now, they're called The Boys Next Door. They
0: started out as The Boys Next Door. Yeah. Before changing their name and moving to England.
1: So, so yeah, this shit's like on, on YouTube. I, but we'll we'll get yeah, into this. It's,
0: it's real complicated because, okay, so this is one of the more convoluted discographies that we're doing. I it's, don't
1: think it is. Cause, well,
0: the way uh, they've been re-released is more digestible. Mm-hmm. But the way it was originally released is way different. So, uh, technically, they have four albums and three EPs, but they've been condensed into like like not compilations, kind well they're kind of compilations. Two comps. Two comps, but they've
1: one like, album under a different band name.
0: Okay, so that's all, that's all it is. The thing is, uh, the the song order I think in haw is like uh, rearranged it's
1: backwards. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it it's under the name the birthday party, but it was released as the boys next door. Yep. Uh so okay, so we're gonna be talking about five albums. There are like maybe
1: we'll take you in mostly
0: chronological order. Yes, and there's like uh bonus tracks and other stuff put onto them, but there's no other versions you can find. So, like the the actual canonical releases, albums, studio albums, there's songs on there that weren't on the original, but these are the only versions you can find. So we're gonna be talking about all the streaming versions and all the versions that that are possible because yeah, this is a weird band.
1: Weird <laughs> All band. All right, let's get into it. Yes, this finally. 1979, Door Door. Playing this off YouTube, cut me some slack.
0: <laughs> is it playing? Oh. oh.
1: I was not ready for this album.
0: I was uh, really <laughs> this is the only birthday party album I haven't heard before this mm-hmm. I was expecting to fucking hate it I was expecting to really hate it
1: it has all the makings of something that's supposed to be terrible yeah and it's not I disagree with I like I like it a lot <laughs> let's
0: listen it so this sounds like a lot of shit I've heard before like post-punk pop-punk of the you know late 70s mm-hmm. All the shit we we're saying about them being insane—we sound like liars. This is so normal. We're gonna get there. Okay, so without a doubt, worst—like not even a question. This is damn an son, easy worst for me. Um, my god, this isn't the birthday party. This is—it's not
1: the birthday party, but I still like it. It's more like Gang of Four or Roxy Music.
0: It is, but worse. Uh it,
1: it, I don't think it's bad at all. This do, has all the makings for a shit show. Like it's not uh pressed anymore or released
0: not streaming we have to it's listen. not streaming
1: yeah. yeah gotta go on youtube um and they yeah no one really talks about it no and then so i was expecting something awful mm-hmm. and i was just like pleasantly
0: so i i i don't hate this the way i thought i was gonna hate it mm-hmm. but i sure should sure don't like it uh aside from uh dive position and i mistake myself which are both really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, every song either pisses me off or just, I just forgot what it is. I just completely forgettable board.
1: I just, I really like friends of the world. How dare you? I like the guitars. Oh, how dare I you? I like the Who guitars on that.
0: Quarantine somewhere else. All right. How dare you?
1: It's a very triumphant guitar sound <laughs> to me and licks. Uh, I, Please tell me you don't like shivers. Shivers is okay. Oh, it's
0: fucking garbage. I fucking hate it. It's so... Like, to oh. this
1: day, Nick Cave still does that song. It's Really? Yeah. Oh, like, I didn't even know that. Like, it's... Uh, Roland Howard wrote it when he was 16, which probably explains... Sure does and i don't even think roland howard like understood why people he's like i wrote that when i was like 16 why do you like why are
0: people i'm in his boat because i don't fucking get it i think it's awful but yeah
1: i think well, when howard passed away like nick cave dig like a fucking take that right there i'm going to take that yeah i did like a piano
0: version uh, of that's, shivers it's kinda of touching wait when did he, when did roland die
1: Damn it. My notes aren't there yet. Well, he died more recently. He, he died in 09.
0: Okay. Yeah. That was more recent. I remember when that happened. Yeah. But it sounds like, it sounds like bad, like television, but bad.
1: You don't, you don't like uh, somebody's watching? Like, I thought that was also another.
0: I don't recall.
1: Let me see if I can pull it because I'm not going to like scrub through yeah, the it, whole album. Uh,
0: actually, if you check the. The the YouTube video, there should be a timestamp for the song. Like in the comments. Like the actual description doesn't have I I uh yeah, I was having trouble with this too. Because YouTube is not ideal for Oh, music. there it
1: is. There it is. Okay. Maybe. Okay, so this somebody's watching.
0: Are you sure? No, it's not it. So so on that version, this whoever uploaded this fucked it up. Those are the lengths of songs. The timestamps are in the comments. Some some Mother- good some good Samaritan did the actual timestamps. Is it this guy? Yeah, top one.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I knew that would happen. It happened to me too.
1: Okay. Somebody's watching.
0: Oh, this one. <laughs>
1: No, it's kind of like a—it's not a, bad—a taste of what would come. It's not like, uh, like a little taste of chaos.
0: It's it, but it's so like, man, it's easy on the ears in all the bad ways. The thing is, it's it's like again, I I'm shitting on it, but it's not bad. Like if you like any of that, you know, television, the Clash kind of stuff, you probably won't hate this. And I like that stuff, but uh, I'm not a fanboy of that type of music. So this doesn't do anything for me. Like the writing of this fucking does not do it for me. But I mistake myself. Great main riff. Great main riff. Uh, and diaposition position is like this weird circusy waltz kind of thing. Real good. Interesting. For the most part, the reason why I, 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 it's a no a no brainer. Worse is because of how little it does stylistically. It does nothing. It's just that one mode. We're gonna be television, and we're not gonna. We're not that good I, writers because we're fucking kids.
1: I think if like LCD Sound System or someone like that did like the voice or uh, After Fashion, I fucking
0: hate the voice so much. I think so, they, so much.
1: Yeah, they're dancey.
0: They're dancey, but and Nick Cave's voice at this stage—he's but a boy. He's a boy here. He's just doing his best to sing. Mm-hmm. He's doing nothing interesting, and he's not a—he's not a naturally gifted vocalist. He's got a really cool sounding voice though, but he's not a good singer. He like nowadays he's a lot better because he's mm-hmm. been doing it for years. And you could tell he could you could really tell he's been working at it in training. Uh, but at this stage, he's just a drugged up kid. And uh I don't like it at all. I'm okay with it not being on streaming. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay I, with that.
1: Whoever owns the rights to this album, I would buy the shit out of it.
0: God damn. I didn't man, I wasn't expecting to disagree this this viciously out the gate. Fuck. Well, you know. <laughs> Okay. We let can us, move on. Let Other us move things. on to the... This is a combination of the Hee EP and the Birthday Party LP. Uh He-Haw EP was released in 1979. The Birthday Party LP was released in 1980. This compilation, which you will all find under the name Hee was released in 1989. Who gives a shit about that? This is Hee Already love it.
1: Yeah, this is... <laughs> The birthday party now.
0: Fuck yeah! Oh, it's already twisted. This song makes me feel weird.
1: It's like surf rock and noise and the monster mash. And even though
0: you hate monster mash, it it sounds like actual monster move music. Already, he's doing interesting stuff. It's so herky-jerky. It's like, a, it's like a twisted novelty song. Yeah.
1: And is that
0: a is that an organ or is that a guitar? I can't even tell.
1: I don't know. You're asking the wrong person.
0: Yeah. Fuck, man, that's so. cool Oh, uh, let's just let the chorus go. It's so melodic, too. It's weird and off, but still really pretty. Okay. God damn, this is real good.
1: Real good stuff for uh e- Well, that's was uh off, off the birthday party album. Yeah. So and they were still called the Boys Next Yeah,
0: they were still called the Boys Next Door at this stage. Uh Already a thousand percent kookier.
1: So yeah, that song is crazy. And then, although I, I'm going to assume you, you hate songs like happy birthday. No,
0: love happy birthday. Okay, Love it. Let's do that yeah. song.
1: Cause uh, to me, that's like a good uh happy birthday and the hair shirt.
0: The hair shirt is fucking amazing.
1: Those are like way better, like blends of noise and dance music to me.
0: Oh, for sure. Like uh in the hair shirt, Cave is doing like these fucking pterodactyl shrieks, like ah! I can't even do it. I can't do it. Yeah. I have to like really try. Uh, it's it's like um Roger Waters used to do it a lot in mm. Sid Barrett era Pink Floyd, uh like ah! Like it's fucking shrieky okay. stuff. Uh, he's he's going ape shit. He's already going crazy. Uh, the songwriting is now real That's crazy. now. It's weird now because like like the opening track, it's pretty but it's just something off of everything. Everything about this, there's something off. And even when there's like a really straightforward, straightforward bass like like hats on wrong, straightforward, strong, consistent bass line. Everything, you know everything else in the song is going haywire.
1: I wrote that down too. Like the, really the um, bass and drums could really be in like any like eighties new wave band. Mm. But then there's like this crazy, like free free jazz like freak out element to it
0: yeah like both guitars are are doing their own fucking thing they're really feedbacky really scratchy uh and cave is losing his fucking mind like man it's it's way more energetic the drums are always like really spastic Mm -hmm. really snappy too uh and the vocals like cave is already wild whaley psychotic Yep, yep it's so interesting and, this, and really, it's, it's actually pretty in a really uncomfortable way.
1: Yeah, that's kind of uh, like Nick Cave's career, though, is that it's pretty in a very uncomfortable way.
0: Yeah, very uncomfortable, man. Uh, waving My Arms, that's just straightforward catchy. Like That is a mm-hmm. good regular rock song. It's not regular. In the, I mean, I can't call anything they do regular. But for what they do, that's pretty regular. Um, I think Riddle House encompassing, encompasses everything great about this album. Like that one song you listen to that one song, and if you like that song, that's like it's it's this whole style nailed. Put on, put on Riddle House. Fuck, man, that's oh.
1: Also, also, I think this stuff is more accessible.
0: For sure, hell yeah. That fucking spooky ass guitar line.
1: It's funny we did the dead Kennedys last week. Yeah. And then
0: very uh, reminiscent.
1: Yeah. Because they both take like surf rock and, or like rockabilly and like twist it. Oh yeah.
0: To make it creepy
1: or like cool. Cause I don't think rockabilly is cool, but <laughs> I don't like it at all. I don't, but yeah, it's <laughs> like both these bands use like elements of that and use it to their advantage. And, yeah. In a way. I don't know if many other artists have,
0: mm-hmm. uh, I think Catman is like the weakest song in here by far and I don't uh, the Red Clock isn't a bad song but I don't care for it. Um I will say cuz this is the first we hear of it for the most part uh Roland is <clears throat> one of the worst fucking singers of all time. He's
1: awful. He's yeah, he's he- so
0: bad and he sings a lot well, not a lot but periodically on this album and the next album he stops at some point mm-hmm. which is good stuff like it like it when he stops singing he's so bad he's so bad and oh, it is, uh, it's like even more tone deaf lou Reed uh, it, it does nothing does nothing for me especially when you have Nick Cave losing his fucking mm-hmm. mind and you want more of that you yeah want more Nick Cave
1: yeah ro- Roland should you know Back up, or a few words here and there at best it's yeah, not a good singing voice no no but the man i will say the man's got like a crazy interesting career post birthday party i don't know much about it he did like uh i believe it's called crime and S- no i'm not gonna say it and make a fool out of myself <laughs> i'm gonna look this up damn we almost uh, had you um, but like he did stuff with, uh, Lydia Lynch, Oh, Lydia Lynch. Lynch, whatever. And she, uh,
0: man, I like her first band. Was it <clears throat> Teeny Jesus and the jerks? I think she's a fucking hack.
1: Damn. Just shitting. I all like her. her. I,
0: I like her, but all, I, I think oh. she's accidentally good. I don't think she's, she's ever done int- anything intentionally and it worked out. So yeah, fight Qu- me.
1: Crime in the City Solution okay. and these Immortal Soils. Uh, and then like the solo stuff or like him and Lydia covered like Alex Cooper's Black Juju voice. It's a good fun. ass song. It's a great song.
0: Yeah, I'm talking shit. I don't I don't know enough about Lydia Lunch. I know her ba- I like Teeny Jesus and the jerks, but it's they're a no wave band. Do you know uh, anything about no wave? It <sighs> that was sounds familiar. It's a, it was a, um, maybe s- briefly. This arty art scene in New York in the late 70s, early 80s, that was like a branch. of It branched off from punk. And uh, there's a really, really good No Wave compilation called No New York. It is the definitive No Wave starting point. It has bands like The Contortionist, uh, Teenage Jesus and the Jerks, like I said. Uh, DNA, uh, there's probably there's another one on there. It's real abrasive, real birthday party-esque, but less musical, less good. Less talented. Some of them are really, really fucking talented. <laughs> okay. Purpose, purposely playing badly. Okay. It's that kind of shit. They're all high as fuck. Sure. So she was in that scene. Okay. Um. But anyway, this album more, I would say out of all the birthday party albums, this is the one that makes me feel the most things. Mm-hmm. Like, these songs are really dark. They're really dark and uncomfortable.
1: I think because it's kind of like a compilation of Two shorter things, like it's still real good. It's still good. I, I I do get the like it's. I mean, it's a disjointed, sounding bad by nature.
0: It's the, it's the but it's the writing. The actual songs they're re, they're not quite melancholy, but they're they're just like b- gross. Mm-hmm. Like I feel ugly when listening. Like I like it a lot. It's mm-hmm. still really melodic, but it's just like fuck, man. These are depressing me. These are fucking depressing me.
1: To me, the the like. The lyrics are this so abstract sometimes yeah, a lot of LSD going on or yeah, like no way these guys didn't listen to beef heart.
0: Oh yeah, there's
1: no, I, I was yeah. like, not going to talk about beef heart on this episode. Hey, not going to do it. We did. I think we went a while is, without talking. We,
0: yeah. We haven't talked about beef heart in a while. Episode 10. Please check that out. He's the best, dude. He's the fuck. You're wrong, Alex. He's yeah, the that, best.
1: It's, and it's so weird that I can like listen to The Birthday Party, but I'm like, uh Beef Artem. I'm, uh, I'm not sold 100% on him, but I am heavily, heavily influenced yeah. by that man for sure. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right. So, good album. I would say this is like a safe place to start with The Birthday it is, Party.
1: It is a safe place yeah. to
0: start. So, where are we at now?
1: Now. We are in 1981, am I saying it right, Prayers on Fire? Prayers on Fire. Prayers on Fire. Yeah. Nick Cave actually doesn't like this song. Really? Yeah.
0: I fucking love it. Oh, I'm excited. Zoom. So much crazier. Oh. I
1: think it sets a good exactly Good tone about. for the rest of the album.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. It's just fucking sticks, bananas. The
1: sound of legs and of the Let it twist, let it break, let it buckle, let it bend. I want to hear the noise of my zoom, music, with.
0: okay fuck man
1: because yeah if you're not on board with that it's it's only gets crazy this album it. best album best personal favorite
0: best, personal favorite yep dude i had my opinions changed going to this this was not my best for my whole life mm-hmm. and i went back and i was like fuck dude this is it's so beginning to end every song is a new form of insanity
1: yeah going into it i'm like well I may split those two things up. Uh, the it's really only going to one of two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then, and even though I've listened to the albums before, I this when I came back to it, I this felt more strongly. Yeah. Same. About this album than any other. So
0: this is one of the most insane albums ever. It's like there's so many ways to describe all the places they go, but the way I've kind of boiled it down. Down to this album is the audio equivalent of Rabies. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's uh, man, there's so much going on. Uh, it's not for the faint of heart Fuck, at all. Um, and
0: every like you can name a song and there's a thing to talk about. Yeah, it's so like, man, dude, okay, it's, what in God's name is Cave doing in capers, dude? <laughs> it's
1: one of my notes vocals. for capers. I'm so confused why anyone would sit down and be like, let's record a song that sounds like
0: this to think that I've never heard anyone try to sing like that. It uh, put it on. It's it's almost like a a King diamond. uh, I got a shit voice, but way weirder.
1: It's a weird song to willingly say, Hey, we're going to put the sun in.
0: And it's track three. It's right at the fucking beginning. (laughs) Already very (laughs) circusy. I can't wait for these vocals. Yeah,
1: it's already in my head. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Wait for it. It's It's like waiting for like a good joke. what is that what is that i mean already oh it's so fucking weird already like the music is questionable or suspect and then and then they throw those vocals saying just like what the fuck you know what i thought of a lot is um like old timey like cartoons or like big jazz bands. Like I'm like in a perfect world. Some of these, some of these songs would be on the Cuphead soundtrack. Oh yeah. Because Cuphead also has that weird, like juxtaposition of like some nice old timey things, but it's really fucked up. Yeah. It's twisted. It's a very hard video game for those who don't. And the music is great. And they invoke like the, the old like 1930s style. Yeah. And then, yeah, I get some of like that, that big band 1930s yeah. vibe on this, this album.
0: Yeah, this is like it's like big band jazzy stuff, but schizophrenic. <laughs> like it's it, it, it has like it, it it's reminiscent of it. They're playing things like it in the style, like especially Phil, the drummer. He, I think his his beats. Are, I've always really liked his drum beats. Are really really creative. Here, I think they're the strongest. Mm-hmm. They're every song is very interesting, very jazzy, very jazzy. But then, well, I mean, this is the
1: last album. You- you get them too.
0: No, he's on the next one a little bit, A little bit. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's yeah everything the way it's produced too. Like the guitars are like they're they're not really they're both they're doing everything and nothing. Like they're doing shit, but they're so spastic. Everything mm. about it is spastic.
1: Um. Yeah. This was like a direct. Um reaction to their disappointment of moving from australia to london because there's not really a music scene in australia it's cut off from the world Mm -hmm. um so let's go to london it'll be better there and it wasn't people wanted them to be a new wave band yeah and their shows were just getting like violent
0: Oh, wait, Nick Cave literally kicked people in the face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And this album more accurately represents their their live shows that were going on. And then yeah, everyone's on fucking drugs
0: and It's real intense. And this it's Kate. Okay, so I I really fucking adore these songs in this album, but I can't tell you or a listener why it's enjoyable cuz it's it's it, logically it, not. It's actually it, really fucking ugly and scary.
1: I think it's also funny on like um, Nick the Stripper and King Inc, yep. which King Inc is one of the, oh, the like incredible best birthday party songs. Fuck yeah! Uh, I'll play a little bit after, but like uh, there's like some Kafka esque elements in there, and I'm like that's kind of perfect for like the birthday party like bug people.
0: <laughs> You ever read Metamorphosis?
1: It's horrifying. It's fucking great. (laughs) I fucking hate, I hate body horror. I hate uh, people turning like that kid's movie, Rat, or Witches, where the witches turn the kids into mice. I don't know that one. Fucking horrifying shit. And I don't know. I think that movie scarred me. But uh, (laughs) yeah, Meta, you know, uh, references to like bug people on um, King Inc.,
0: yeah. And, um, uh... That, that song is like... What I love about it musically is how sludgy and gross it is, yet it somehow, somehow so, manages to be really, really melodic. Still
1: so has, like, the big band, 1930s vibe to it, too. Yeah. So it's, uh... A
0: little bit of King Ink. This is one of the more popular songs, for sure. Because fucking it choke at the beginning? <laughs> fucking deserves it. that song. Yeah.
1: This turns into Neil Hamburger.
0: I know. Why... Crazy beastling.
1: I definitely. It's a lot of this. I know, I I just want to get. Goddamn, it's cool. I want to get some horns. Alright. Do those come in? Uh, I don't even remember them in the song. Cause I wouldn't write that it has a big band vibe to it. If uh...
0: Dude, I don't think a song has horns, when has a lot of it has a lot of shit going on, but it takes a while for it to kick up.
1: Maybe uh, quiet it down and let me take. A...
0: So, uh, man, that song. Uh, well, actually, no. We we're, we'll we'll get back to that song, but. Uh, Another
1: one of my favorite songs. What. Ho-Ho. So.
0: I hate Roland, but I still love the song.
1: It's so weird. It's like a fucking medieval renaissance fair vibe, but still like the birthday party. Yeah. Like, it's so confusing, like everything they do.
0: Yeah. This is Ho-Ho. That's a great guitar line.
1: Yeah, it's a glass of your finest mead. I don't know why I went 1920s. News reporting. I'm so confused. <laughs> it's more like, my lady. Yeah. My lady.
0: Oh, there's Roland. Oh my God, he sucks. This could be a Velvet Underground song, too. Don't, how dare you? That's fucking way better than Velvet Underground. Could be. Episode 17, where I shit all over them. Uh, God, so. Every song is it has its own kind of unique personality, but uh th- throughout the entire thing, the consistent theme is that this whole I mean, it sounds like a bad drug trip captured perfectly to sound.
1: That's where you get uh just you and me. Fuck, dude. That sounds mentally ill as fuck. It's literally about trying to quit heroin. Really? Yeah. Like he says uh oh. first like try to kill it with, with a hammer. hammer, thought I could lose the head. Uh, and then
0: yeah and it's horrifying like it, it's a really weird man everything i, I keep using the word weird because it's, it's hard to describe this band as anything but that song is so good it, it's
1: every song is good
0: Every song. i mean uh, i actually for, don't like yard
1: except, except for capers
0: <laughs> i like capers i think it's stupid but uh yard i think is hard as fuck to sit through that song is rough and it's long uh
1: you know it's funny mm. uh Blundertown. Yeah. I don't know why I thought about the band, Fa- Franz Ferdinand. Uh huh. Like, I could picture them like doing a version of that. Ugh. Or like, a throw up. Or like the boys next door. Like, I could picture them doing like a more like dancy, socially acceptable version. It's pretty.
0: Da- it, no, that's an accessible ass song. Actually, I think Blundertown and Kathy's Kisses are like bonus tracks. They weren't on the okay. original. Um, so it's supposed to end. I think it originally ended at just you and me, which is a mm-hmm. great closer. But Blundertown is fucking amazing. I'm glad it's on here. Yeah. Kathy's Kisses, I can do without.
1: Kathy's Kisses, the piano sounds like uh, the piano on the Ghostbusters soundtrack. I'm not saying like anything. You mean the li- type of piano? No, like, okay. Because I saved it. Dun, 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 dun.
0: I guess. I, that's a fucking stretch if I ever heard one, dude. This doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> No, you're right. That's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's how you make me look stupid. Yeah, like you yeah. have it cocked, waiting for me, be, waiting for me to shit on it, and then exactly. You know what? Fair enough. It's like that jaunty, like
1: it's it's got to be from some form of music because the piano,
0: too- sure, but the rest of the song oh, no, just no, fucking yeah. shits all over it. Yeah. That's a. I keep saying the word weird. I'm gonna stop. No longer gonna use the word weird. But uh, what else is there to say? Figure of fun. It's. How do you how do you not enjoy something that freaky? It's a freaky. It's freaky.
1: Also like uh Dull Day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it that one is like it's normal compared to the rest. Yeah. But it's still spooky and strange. That's and, the one that could be on the
1: Cuphead soundtrack.
0: Yeah, you know what? I I feel that coming from like a boss fight. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh this thing, this album makes Hee-Haw sound like fucking Duran Duran. Like it's it's so much more exaggerated. It's crazy.
1: It's this heroin fueled nineteen thirties jazz band. Like, uh, what song were they talking about? Like, that's, oh King.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: no, just you and me. Just you and me. Like, there's like a reference to like Joe Frazier in there. It's fucking insane.
0: That is so weird. And, and
1: Kafka, like <clears throat> all these things. Like, what the fuck is?
0: Yeah. And, and from beginning to end, it's consistently mixing it up. It's always interesting. And this is like, this is not an easy album for most people. I would, I would venture to say, to listen to like, to listen to this like a few times in a row, you don't want to do that. It's not like I did it. I don't recommend it. Yeah, exactly. I did it, but I did things.
1: I had like the aha moment on the second time.
0: Really? I had it like on my third, I think I listened to like, I mean, I listened to these albums countless times in my youth,
1: but it's different when you, it's much different about them.
0: Yeah. And I remember when I was a teenager, I listened to this one, like a lot. And after like the third or fourth, listen of it, like within one day or maybe two days, I thought I hate this. Like, I don't, I love the, I love the album, but I can't do this. And I can't do this again. Like Mm -hmm. this is, these aren't re listenable songs? They're, It's like a beautiful art project. It's like it's like a beautiful experiment in insanity. I've. It's hard to enjoy it musically.
1: I feel indoctrinated. I feel like I can.
0: I know it's the same. I still enjoy it, but it's not initial. Yeah, it's not for everyone. (laughs) This fucking band isn't for everyone. But this album, I think it's their best. So do you? But it's not. It's not an. I would not start here.
1: We're just doing real abrasive music
0: lately. but this is like they're legendary man how do you how do you not do the birthday party or nick cave is legendary yeah
1: yeah no i agree that's why we're doing them hell yeah
0: so it's it's rabies in audio form if you like that then you like this good fucking album but now we're on to the next one this is 1982
1: junkyard Talk about abrasive shit. Fuck yeah. What a way to st- yeah. start it. Yeah. He has one time where he says Blast Off. It's one of the craziest screams ever recorded. Yeah, yeah. There's
0: drums, man. Oh, it's so good. This is like "Zoomies" girl, but way better.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that actually.
0: Okay, so no surprises here. Personal favorite. Um, I man, this was my best for my whole life. (laughs) Yeah. And I went to this like, yeah, this is the best one.
1: But it's best album art, handstand.
0: Oh, fuck, yeah. It's fucking, the guy who did Rat Fink? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Who? Wait, what's the the guy's name? I don't know.
1: It's Rat Fink.
0: Okay. There actually literally is Rat Fink on the cover. Yeah. Like a little small version. Uh, I was dead set on this being the best. And then I had to give it to prayers because of how how stylistically all over the place it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is less crazy, but it has like a, a certain mode.
1: Yes, it's more uh, cohesive, mm-hmm. uh, heavily inspired by American Southern Gothic shit. Um, yeah, it's almost a concept album.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so another caveat. Had some member change, change ups, Right. But uh, the caveat is that opening track Blast Off was not the original opening track. That, that was oh, yeah. on the release of the Bat single. So Blast Off, which is the opening track on the version you'll all find. Uh, that was originally released along with uh the song Release of the Bats, which is also on this album mm. that was included later on. Uh, and that those two, along with a alternate version of the song Dead Joe, they're all bonus tracks, but mm. that's the only version you'll find. She's hit the following track, was originally the opening track. Okay. Uh so It's like a whole convoluted thing, but this is the only version you're going to find, so it doesn't matter, I guess.
1: Also, while we're talking about convoluted shit, for some reason on Apple Music, uh, six-inch gold... I'm fucking
0: furious about that.
1: Six-inch gold blade will play several sins instead. So on Spotify, you're good.
0: Spotify, you're good. There's a a live version of six-inch gold blade that you could find on Apple, but I don't know who the fuck is responsible for that. Because, man, I thought I was losing my mind when I was listening to it on streaming, because... I yeah. know this album pretty well mm-hmm. and that is, that fucking is not the song. <laughs> I was like I really like the song
1: and then I was listening to the lyrics so I'm like that's cuz I heard it before. Yeah, yeah.
0: Several sins is a good song. It's pretty it's fairly normal for birthday party standards. And then 6 inch gold blade I, th- I actually like more. I think and it's not even on Apple. It's just It's so
1: stupid. Yeah, it's fucking
0: but annoying.
1: Their drummer Uh, the previous drummer was actually fired because they said he couldn't play dead Joe. Yeah, it
0: was dead Joe. Uh, And it's funny because Phil, I I have always loved his drumming. I thought he's really inventive and he's he's clearly a talented drummer. And then you listen to dead Joe and I feel like I could play that beat. And I'm not a good drummer. So I'm confused that he couldn't do it. So everyone was
1: just too, too intoxicated.
0: Maybe. Uh, because Mick Harvey is now playing drums for a lot of the songs, but I, I believe Phil is still playing drums on, on most of this album.
1: Also, like uh "Kiss Me Black," because uh oh, one of my, my favorite Beefheart songs. See, this goes, hey
0: hey hey, yeah, uh, hey, 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 yeah, and that's all the song is. It's it's all haze. It's all haze. This the gravelly, Dude, hey, 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 fucking yeah. uh, Hamlet, pow, pow, pow. I love that song. It's a great song. It's it's almost metal. It's almost metal, and it's really not trancey. That's a that's a bad descriptive word, but it's like hypnotic because it has this weird repetitive bass line that goes on forever and ever. And that was my first, because this was the first introduction I had to the birthday party when I was unaware that Nick Cave did anything remotely aggressive, Mm -hmm. and. All I remember from like that first lesson was hearing that song and Nicky I, mean, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> it's hilarious. And when he screams a uh, wherefore art our baby face? Oh yeah. It's like this crazy psychotic shriek.
1: He is I was sorry. Yeah, I was talking about like the imagery of the last album and this this one specifically on this song is like just as crazy. It's like Shakespeare, but with like modern things like cars and yeah, like.
0: Uh, so one of my favorite things about this album is the the way it's produced. Is it's the most perfect production they've ever had for mm-hmm. the band. So it's heavy on drum reverb. Drums are echoing all hell. Vocals are right in the front. So you're hearing his streaks like front and fucking center. Uh, bass is, is it's usually uh, pretty heavy and punchy. Um, but the guitars, I think it's a specifically mix are like, they're really, really in the back, really mm-hmm. in the back, really secondary, <clears throat> but it fits so perfectly in the, the, the best uh, example of that on this album is big Jesus trash can. Oh, the wild, wild unhinged In, track. Insane track. And the way it's produced is a big part of that because there's a, <clears throat> they did a, a peel sessions. Yeah. And I listened to that one a lot too when I was younger. And the way, well, if you know the peel sessions of anything, it's like crisp, fucking live right there next to you that they're mm-hmm. produced really, really well. This is not the band for that. <laughs> they're not, they're not like, they're not good for clean recordings. No. And I, I just really remember that version of Big Cheese's Trash Can being so inferior because there's, it's like there's no reverb anywhere. It's it's really tight and clean. Here, it's messy and fucking echoey, and it sounds like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Uh, she's Hit, I think, is one of the most twisted ballads ever written.
1: That song's about uh, Richie hitting Lucy, right? Is it? No, I this just- That's pretty... <laughs> Uh, I like uh how he starts it off. He says like something about woman pie. Woman's pie in here. Mr. Says she that's, like, that's like uh something some like weirdo calls like a woman's vagina when he's like uh those people who don't want to tell their kids, like, it's called a vagina. So they're like, it's a hoo ha or it's whatever. A hoo-ha. It's a hoo ha. It's a Yeah. Yep, 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 One of those people. Yeah. Uh, that's a woman's pie.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it was before that, though. I don't think it's from reference to a vagina. I don't fucking know. These guys are I high think it is.
1: shit. I think it is.
0: But the thing is, if you look at all the lyrics to that song, they make no fucking sense. None of these it's, lyrics make any fucking sense. That's, it's all abstract.
1: She's hit is like how a hangover feels. Oh, it's it's, it's so weird.
0: Uh, put, on, put on a little bit of She's Head, actually. Okay. It's such a good song, man. God, I really fucking love it. Like, I, I know all the lyrics, and they don't make any sense, and I don't learn lyrics ever.
1: Uh, those hardly
0: sound like drums. Yeah, they're so big. It's fucking great. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, that bass drum is gigantic. Yeah. We're never going to get it to the release. No, it's, it's a long intro, but it's like really fucking sad. <laughs> it's dark. It's dark, and it's, it's ballad e, but in their... Way in their way, yeah. It, yeah.
1: Going back to Degjo, there's a lot of like Deggio. a lot of abstract lyrics, lots of wordplay, uh, by far way more like technical lyrics. But uh, I think that's my favorite birthday party lyrics when uh, he says, You can't tell the girls from the boys yeah. anymore.
0: Ho, 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 you can't,
1: yeah, yeah. And he's talking about the bodies in a car wreck
0: man it's gnarly yeah fuck man
1: yeah i didn't even
0: know that that's fucking upsetting
1: (laughs) yeah don't this is a band filled with upsetting lyrics yeah horrific imagery yeah so
0: music matches it yeah
1: but it's such a rare thing yeah something about that one that one i was like it's really yeah it's pretty fucked up who hurt you nick
0: dude Life that day. dude had a rough go of it yeah um dim locator is so sleazy is it it's so sleazy but the thing is the song the way it's written is fucking really 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 wearing a gold medallion mm-hmm. for sure but the way it's produced makes it fit in with the rest put on dim locator i just mean, that main that intro it's so mm.
1: yeah if you listen to the spanger scumbags, so. hell yeah
0: So great. God, it sounds like it was recorded in a trash can.
1: Yeah, this whole album does. That like,
0: song, that song—it sounds like uh, when it, when I think of like, you would hear it at a strip club in hell.
1: <sighs> I don't. Well, to me that one, that's like a perfect strip club to me. So
0: one in hell. Yeah, for sure. Or
1: <laughs> if I walk into the strip club and they're playing the birthday party, oh, I I'm, mean, immediately hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Spend I'll spend money. I don't have at that strip club.
0: God damn it. Uh, I don't know. This is a, like, I think the reason I ended up not feeling it was best because Cubie doll, pretty weak. I, doll is weak. don't care for it. Um, and even, I don't know, even like, a. Several sins I like it but I don't love it. Uh, I think
1: I love it. Really? Yeah, I think that the, the trickery got me for some, the, really? the two times. Really? Yeah, maybe cuz at first I didn't like write anything about it and then the second time I was like hey,
0: it's a good song. No, it's yeah. a real good song. Uh but also this version has, you know, a second dead joe which is it's not identical to the to the original but it's It's nothing, called for. It, yeah, there's nothing very different about it. And, and then it's also before release the bats, which is like stupid placement. Cause like mm-hmm. we're listening to a song we've already heard. And then we're going to get to a, a different Like, I don't know. It seems stupid, uh, but release the bats. It's, it's like, I think it's, that's their most famous song.
1: For yeah. Sure. To me, it's a, a weird,
0: the v- fucking lyrics are almost like a parody of goth.
1: Oh, it's sex like,
0: vampire bat, god yeah. sex vampire bat.
1: They're like making fun of dancing,
0: pretty much. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it kind of peered out toward the end. Uh, the highs, I think, are, are the highest they've ever been. They're like, I think, yeah, I, uh, the best songs in here, I think, are, are better than anything off prayers, mm. but as a whole unit. Prayers just does more things.
1: Yeah. Prayers is an easier start to finish. Listen. However,
0: I think this one is easier to listen to. Like in terms of it being pleasant. This is interesting. It's like where the last one was, I said like an experiment in insanity. This one is more musical. This one yeah. is like an album. This You could listen to this as a band. It's fucking weird and crazy and really dirty. Yeah. But it's music.
1: I mean, really what we're trying to do is insane. Like trying to like to me outside of beef heart, this is like the craziest. It's pretty crazy. And we've done trying to put like words and descriptions to it.
0: Yeah. We're using, uh, unorthodox adjectives, like schizophrenic and rabies to describe this music. So,
1: and it sounds like a hangover, like, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, It's, 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 you cannot put it in a box and that's why I fucking love it so much. And best of all, Howard or Rowan Rowan Howard only sings like the chorus to several sins. And that's mm. it. And the whole album, he doesn't do much. Thank that's, Christ. It doesn't even sound that bad on there.
1: And even though I like, I like his uh, career as a whole. Uh, I agree with you that uh, him less, like, I'm not saying he can't just less. Like, yeah. uh, like if he was in a band with Bob mold from Husker do, <laughs> he's like, you're only getting 30, 30 40% rating credit 30% yeah 30% he needed a Bob mold yeah
0: yeah to keep him in place yeah Uh I feel like at, at a certain point in the future I'm, I'm gonna change my mind this is gonna be my best again I but could, yeah but at the moment this is still my favorite but you know at the time of this recording I do think prayers on fire is a, is a more interesting beginning to end album but still if you have any interest in this band for fucking sure mm-hmm. this is the one or one of the ones whatever Okay. Where are we at
1: now? Last we're one coming to another compilation that was released in 1989. Uh, Mutiny, the bad seeds EP, but both of these were released in 1983. Yeah. 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 So, so technically
0: I, a year later.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think this is not on streaming, but no, on their greatest hits if you want to call them hits uh there are a few songs on this yeah so let's get it rolling
0: hands up who wants to die
1: i love this song so much fucking great
0: that beat man what a
1: great line to start off the song too
0: hands up who wants to die (laughs) (laughs)
1: fucking (laughs)
0: Guitar, yeah, love it. It's doing the best human torch impression. Yeah, and that guitar is not at all in the front. That is like hanging out My in man. the background, Uh, which is, I guess, uh, uh, another so, signature of the band.
1: So this is one of their, uh for me, like pros. Like I'm giving it worse, but it's not bad at all. So this, you gave this worse. I gave it this.
0: I like the fucking blast. Me,
1: god damn it. I, I was, liked all. Everything start to finish, but uh-huh. this this uh due to what we do.
0: The I, fact that you didn't give Door Door the worst and you gave this the worst, I hate you.
1: I like <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised by Door Door, and there's this yeah. some yeah. things that kind of drag, and again, I think because it's two things mashed up into one. To be fair,
0: this is significantly weaker than the, the past three. Like significantly yeah.
1: weaker. Yeah.
0: It has some of their best songs, like mm-hmm. Sun- "Sunny's Burning," the one we just played, and "Wild World," fucking amazing. See, I mean,
1: I may come around on it, but you know I'm like "Wild World." I'm indifferent. How
0: on it. goddamn daring! Do you like music, Alex? No, I don't. Are like you a music. fan of music? The thing that we call music, you son of a bitch.
1: Not a fan. You know God. what? You know what else I don't care for? Don't it's say it. "Fear of the Gun." Okay, I don't give a fuck. And "Deep in the Woods." <laughs>
0: uh, it's a "Fear of Gun" and "Deep in the Woods" is actually pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I, okay, I, it's, not, it's not bad. I, it's stalkerish. I like the the weird the element that you're feeling. You feel watched listening to this fucking song. Mm. I don't like the song. I don't, I, don't, I don't like the song.
1: So to me, they feel like heroin. Like they're the most like heroin sounding sounds. And it's this like you're in violent quicksand. And I was like thinking that. And it's just like it's not for me. It's not bad sound writing, but those two songs, especially like back to back. To me, it just, like, it drags and it lulls.
0: I felt that way about uh, Swampland and Pleasure Avalanche. For sure. I could I see that. I could see that. From, I yeah. can see that. Those are fucking rough to sit through.
1: But, yeah, it's funny that, like, I'm listening, write, writing my stuff, and I wrote the violent quicksand thing, and then I get around to Swampland, and that's, like, the first lyrics. Oh, Qu- really? Quicksand, quicksand.
0: Channeling that fucking darkness.
1: It's spelled phonetically that like spelled weird like
0: with a K W
1: I C K or something. Something. I think there's an X in there. I'm gonna play Swamp Land a little bit.
0: To getting one channel, I think it's your phone actually. It might be my phone, I think it's your phone, no. yeah. But you you get the song though, like you're not yeah. losing anything from the song. Um, uh, we'll fix the audio issue next time, but uh, uh yeah, I also Jennifer's Veil, vale, you got you can't skip over that how good it is it's that song pretty as hell
1: it's funny i feel like that song kind of fits the mo of the the two songs that didn't work for me and the, all three of them are together but jennifer's veil is so strong it's so good yeah like it pulled it pulled me out of the quicksand
0: dude that song and wild world were like the reasons i listened to this so much when i was mm-hmm. younger um i have it,
1: not listened to these before oh really yeah. it the first time
0: yeah um yeah, I say this one maybe more than the rest, honestly. But because cause this, I I've heard a lot, people a lot of people say that this is the more this is more the bad seeds than the mm-hmm. birthday party for sure. Because at, at this point, Mick and Nick, heh, Mick Mick Harvey and Nick Cave were doing all the writing. Yeah, um, I think Mick Harvey was on drums full time at this point. Hmm. Uh, and Roland was kind of I don't know high in the corner being mad. Uh, I don't know the story, but. But There's yeah, a lot more of Nick Cave and Mick Harvey doing all this stuff, and that's who went on to do the Bad Seeds. And the, you hear it, Nick Cave is doing a lot more singing on here, a lot more regular ass singing, not so much to the point of like door door, mm-hmm. but like in Jennifer's Vale right? and in Wild World, and goddamn nearly every song. Yeah, if he's not doing the crazy shrieks, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> it's far more norm. I w- as normal as this band gets, I guess.
1: I was so glad when, uh, jumping way ahead, when he started Grinder Man, because I was right. like, yeah, the w- the crazy wild phase of his music is like over, and yeah. then there's Grinder
0: Man. Grinder Man. They did two albums before he just said, okay, we're done. Uh, I've yeah. only heard the first one, and the first one is real fucking good. I I heard the second one was less good, but I haven't heard. I
1: it. I like them both.
0: Mm-hmm. That was uh, that's Nick Cave on guitar, which is like the only time ever that yeah. he's on guitar. Um good good albums. Uh, good album. I can't speak for the second one. But
1: I speak- can and will.
0: Okay. Now it's can and will. Uh Six Strings of Blue Drew Blood, I think went on to be a Nick Cave or Nick Cave and the Bad Seed song.
1: That song kinda didn't work
0: for Are me. Are you either. serious? I fucking love that song. I love that song. Six strings! six strings <laughs> come on let's do it for you six strings sorry no 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 uh say a spell has beautiful ass guitar lines mm-hmm. i do dig that song quite a bit that one okay. sounds like a nick cave song okay like this it is not fitting at all with birth like this whole thing is barely a birthday party
1: yeah i mean if th- they weren't gonna stay together because they're this combustible forces and personality but yeah yeah i think if they did they it would be more like nick cave's solo career it's just every album is so different.
0: Yeah. Um, everything is, I mean, I, I guess aside from the opening track, way, way slower. Everything is real slow now. Mm-hmm. And the production is, it's like from a objective technical standpoint, it's the best production. However, I already gushed about the production of junkyard, that being the definitive production for the band. Mm-hmm. So this is a clean, everything is clear. There's get, no over I, reverb on anything. It sounds
1: I, normal. Yeah, I guess there's not really reason to do that though. Because the songs aren't as yeah. crazy. The
0: songs are not nearly as crazy. But I still like it on some songs. Like, uh, actually, I feel like I probably would like songs like Deep in the Woods and and uh, Pleasure Avalanche a lot more if they had it with a little bit crazier sounding. Because mm-hmm. with everything so clear and regular, it kind of highlights the weak writing. Because these songs are pretty this written, not not interestingly. I, that's a bad way to phrase that. I just yeah, I fucked think, up that sentence.
1: Like I said, I think they just get uh, lost in each other because they're kind of kind of similar.
0: It's, well, a similar how?
1: This in like tone and like BPMs. and
0: like, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, or if they were like broken up in a different way, like between like crazier songs. Yeah. But I, who am I?
0: I think the Sunny's Burning is a very misleading intro.
1: Yeah, that song.
0: Yeah. That song's good. Is uh, "Mutiny in Heaven on the Greatest Hits? No, it's not. Damn, that's a fucking wacky ass closer. Let me double check. It is. It is. It is. is. Uh, That's like a better representation of like most of this. Yeah. Put on a little bit of that. This is the closing track. (laughs) That's a great scream, but that is not that's like the only time in the album that he yeah. does that. Yeah. So you hear like a very straightforward bass line. Yeah. Cave is just kinda talking. Drums are extremely minimal because the Harvey is not primarily a drummer.
1: Yep.
0: It's a lot of this shit. This is this is pretty much what you're gonna hear on like the majority of it. It's it's like that. Aside from Jennifer's Veil, which is extremely Dark and melodic and really pretty, and Wild Roach I think is fucking amazing. The rest are like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Say a spell is also kind of like Jennifer's spell, but um, good record, noticeably weaker. Yeah, and man. the last we're ever going to hear of. I mean, the, they the were buddy.
1: button heads and yeah, like even like calling it the bad seeds is.
0: It's funny because, um, you mean birthday party,
1: art like. Oh, oh, you mean the, the bad seeds EP is kind of oh like, the the
0: bad seed. It's like a, it's, yeah, yeah.
1: Old. It's kind of like letting, like uh Van Halen had diver down. Oh,
0: right. Yeah. It's kind that, of like, that's episode 20. Fuck no 19. You know what? I forgot. It's 18 episode 18. Okay. Uh, shit. I'm like forgetting. But, I used to know them all by heart. Anyway, there's so many now, yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah. So that's kind of like, Hey, we're not
0: oh, getting along. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's funny. Cause, uh, if have you ever heard uh, Nick Cave's or The Bad Seeds' first album?
1: Probably from From Eternity. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that one is like it picks up right where this one leaves off, and it's crazier. It's mm-hmm. I like it a lot more. It's a great fucking album, and it's like that should have been the last birthday party record. Yeah, and these should have been like the first Nick Cave because mm-hmm. um, it's it's way more interesting, way crazier. Um, and it's produced in, in a way that's that's really interesting to the to the madness of it. So listen to From Her to Eternity. That's a good ass album. Actually, listen to everything by Nick Cave. She's fucking yeah. really good. But yeah, Alex, your worst, which I don't agree with, but I do agree that it's very not great. I mean, it's good, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. So, uh, so few people are dead.
0: Yeah, I remember but one the, of them. Yeah, I remember both of them actually. But go
1: yeah. On. Roland had chronic... I've never seen hepatitis C described as chronic.
0: Re- really?
1: But he found out in 2003 he had chronic hep C, also cirrhosis of the liver. That's what oh, did him in. Yeah.
0: Australians, man.
1: They love to drink. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and uh yeah, you know, they... I think they did like a mini reunion in like the 90s really yeah how let me look that up but yeah they never like fully like fully got back together yeah yeah and uh but roland did do like backing vocals on a few like bad seeds songs so like they didn't like fully hate each other i mean
0: Time apart will always make things better, for the most part.
1: But yeah, it's definitely one of those things where like they Gee. didn't get their due until um, until they weren't around anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah like they weren't appreciated when they were there.
0: I'm I'm surprised they weren't fucking arrested for prayers on fire. Like that's how do you go <laughs> about playing that
1: shit in '92? It uh, Roland, Nick Cave, and Mick Harvey joined the Bad Seeds. And they played Wild World, Dig Show, and Nick the Stripper.
0: That's great. That's a I'm 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 in favor of those songs. Also, we didn't mention his name once in the episode, which is kind of mean. Tracy Pugh, yep. the, the bass player, he's dead.
1: <laughs> great bass lines.
0: Amazing bass lines. And have you seen uh live footage of them playing? No, I have not. Oh boy. Oh boy. I implore everyone listening to look up. There's a few videos of the birthday party play, performing like on TV. Mm-hmm. And Tracy Pugh, this remarkable bass player. So he had a very unique style. Is
1: he the weird mustache? Yeah. Like
0: he has a fucking pedal mustache, uh, dark sunglasses, always wears a mess t shirt <laughs> and a cowboy hat. Cow- yeah. And a cowboy hat.
1: He's on the cover of the greatest hits album. Dude.
0: He's on the cover of also the like the the appeal sessions. Early. Yeah. And this man, so he has great bass lines. All right. We know he's he's cool. Uh, he fucking gyrates his hips in a way that is so sexual for a band that is so should not be looked at as sexual. Oh, it's fucking hysterical. Watch videos of them; it's great. It's also, amazing.
1: I think they recorded—I uh, forget what—two songs. Um,
0: Wait, Louis. "Marry Me," La Light, Light," and "Sometimes Pleasure Heads Must Burn." Are those the two songs?
1: It was like for a documentary. Shit, it, never mind. Yeah, it, two songs off the
0: Mutiny Bad Seeds EP. Never mind. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, I forget. So the songs, the songs that I named were... You could find those on the Peel Sessions. I don't know how easy that is to find now, but uh, Marry Me, La La La. I think Roland went on to play that song like in his other projects. Mm-hmm. Good fucking song. Like really, really good song. Uh, I think even like regular people, regular friends of mine heard me listening to that like, oh, that's pretty good. That's, that's fucking, that's yeah. shocking for this band. Uh, Roland sings like the second half of it and butchers it, of course. And then the other song is Sometimes Pleasure, Heads, Sometimes Pleasure Heads Must Burn. Amazing fucking song. Very Junkyard-esque. Uh, you could find a live version on on streaming. But other than that, that's kind of hard to find stuff from this band. Aside yeah, from just, like the three uh, albums.
1: Yeah, just do it on YouTube if you can't find what you're looking for on a streaming music thing. Because all this stuff's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. If we've somehow piqued your interest.
0: I, I know. Here's the thing, and one thing I'm kind of confident about: even if anybody listening to this would hate this band when they heard them, for sure you're interested. Yeah. Like the way we talk about this band is only—it's oh. reserved only for way, the way we talk about far, which is like it's so fucking crazy. You got to hear it at least once. Oh, it's a car wreck.
1: It, absolutely. You got to see it. You got to. You got to see it. It's
0: fascinating. Even if it's just for the novelty of like, whoa, someone made this. Yeah. At least that. We just also have to enjoy this shit because we're fucking mentally ill. That is the yep. only way.
1: Yep. yep. Fucking. Just going to drive around the neighborhood real slow with capers on. I'm not huh? gonna... I don't think I'll get arrested. No, no, we should.
0: I should. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. That's, that's the whole point. So to recap. My picks are, what the fuck did I pick? No, it's your best I know, album. I know what you think. I know. Best album, 1981, Prayers on Fire. Didn't go in chronological order. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Worst album, <laughs> Door Door, 1979. Fuck that. No, it's not that bad. It's not good, though. Alex disagrees. But I think it's just, it, man, compared to the, the actual band, whack. It's not representative. Not even. represent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not even close. Not even close. Uh, So that's my worst. Best 1981 Prayers on Fire. Uh, Weed. Bananas. Bananas and a half. That's what that is. Personal favorite Junkyard 1982. I uh, fucking adore it.
1: Best personal favorite Prayers on Fire. This very intriguing start to finish. And then worse, this Due to Circumstance, Not Even Because I Think It's a Bad Album. Uh, Mutiny, Bad Seeds, EP. Bad Seed. Bad Seed. Sorry. Bad Seed. Singular. Leave me alone. (laughs) Leave me alone.
0: (laughs) Ah, just being thorough. So thank you so much for listening and watching. If you'd like to support us, help us out, or suggest an artist you want us to bicker about, and disagree about, send everything you want to member at gmail.com. Please like, subscribe, share, leave comments, reviews, all the things that'll help us a lot. Mostly telling someone who you might also think who... So, Hold on. Telling someone who might also enjoy? Fuck, man, I butchered that one.
1: Yeah, you God did. Damn, a uh, lot of things are being butchered. My sanity.
0: Quarantine. That's my excuse for everything. Uh, word of mouth is the best, especially because we appreciate individual fans way more than like getting listens and stuff. Because and to fuck a listen, fuck a listen. I want someone who who cares. So keep coming back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Also because we have nothing to offer except for <laughs> our fucking bickering. So uh, do that if you would like or if not. That's also fine.
1: I disagree. Your your friends seem to think we're very informative.
0: Yeah. Take it.
1: I guess my friends do too. I'll take it.
0: And also a few strangers. I'll take that too. Uh,
1: but uh. Shout it, out to that guy who left the comment on the Celtic Frost. Celtic Frost. How Celtic Frost. Um. It wasn't a nasty comment. He's just like, if you guys like, was it procreation? Oh, the worker. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He's like, if you like, he's like, if you like that song, check out, check out this. And it was like, oh, it wasn't a nasty comment. So thank you to that guy.
0: Amazing. YouTube is a breeding ground for uh, nastiness. However, everywhere else we uh, seem to be doing fine, which is interesting. How YouTube is just like, I don't know. Like YouTube and Twitter comment sections are like hilarious
1: YouTube, youtube is awful uh like, not even
0: just for us i mean like for
1: the world uh on I mean, a side note um like i found out i guess he would be the like after we started doing this the the video game equivalent of us this guy the completionist who 100 mm-hmm. percent video games he made like a video, exhausting he made like a video recently this talking about how exhausting the process is. And I.
0: Dude, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, that sounds really hard.
1: And he, and he's like, I've been trying to do Persona 5, but technically, to get a 100% completion, you have to beat this game 10 times. And it's an RPG, so it's not.
0: Isn't like one playthrough like 50 hours at least or like, like 100 hours?
1: Anyway, so like I don't really leave comments, but like he just seemed kind of down. I left one. I'm like, you know what, dude i I appreciate what you do. If something's driving you crazy for your mental health, do not do it. Take a I w- break. I would even if you you put like an asterisk by it and you just called it a review, not a full like. Yeah. And I this I said something like that. This supporting someone who creates content that I like it helps. And there were nasty con- like, how dare you? Like this oh. man is playing video games for a living. Yeah. Like, uh, do- have you no sympathy for like? They a don't. Mom-
0: Fucking mongoloids online, dude. Uh, not that you're a mongoloid listening and watching, uh, maybe you are. I don't give a fuck. mongoloid, he was a mongoloid. All the
1: call- <laughs> all the callbacks, <laughs> we're doing all callbacks. That is
0: Devo episode three. All Epi- callbacks, dude. This, this episode. is episode 33. Yeah, that was episode that was 30 episodes ago. That doesn't sound like a lot, but it, it was 30 weeks. We're young men. We're dying slowly in, in this quarantine. That's amazing to us. Goddamn.
1: Well, you're a young man. I don't, I'm
0: You're a young man. Shut uh, the fuck up. <laughs> uh, we're, all, we're all young until we're dead. That's how I see things. That's not even a little bit true. I lied right there. Unless you're Richard
1: Lewis. I think he's been a corpse for a while and someone that has dude, been weakened at, Bernie, weakened at Bernie's. Richard His, Lewis looks like ass. Richard
0: Lewis is a corpse. He's hilarious. though. I like him a lot. Also, what the fuck are we talking? about? We're just rambling. It doesn't even fucking matter. It's talking about things we like in life, because dude, why the fuck not? We're at the end of the episode. Yeah, you can turn it off. You can turn. We've covered the birthday party. Exactly. Anyways, I'm also plugs. I'm also really fucking glad that we covered the birthday party. I was man, because we don't get a chance to talk about Nick Cave too much because he's still active, still alive, in a very beefy, beefy discography, hefty discography. I I'm actually surprised I haven't heard all the albums, or maybe I have. I don't
1: honestly. I don't think I have. I might have actually. If but, I'm being honest.
0: No, I haven't. I haven't heard Nocturna, which I think was not great, but uh, that's just what I hear. But I've heard most. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoy the man quite a bit.
1: Also, while we're talking about him, uh, another, like, because I love the proposition so much. I don't I don't remember if he wrote it, but he also did the music uh, with the same director, Lawless. He La- did write Lawless it. Lawless is a fucking underrated... Movie it's a good movie, fucking Tom Hardy L- LaBeouf. uh yep. is Gary Oldman in it? is he Shit, I'm talking about how great it is. I don't even know who's in the movie, but go
0: I don't, I don't remember Gary oldman in it, but
1: go watch all the movies with Nick cave in it they're they're great.
0: it's a yeah, you're right. he is in it uh wait yeah, yeah he's he's definitely in it. That's a good ass movie. I didn't realize Jessica Chastain was in it too. oh, good fucking movie. uh he's a uh, good writer, man. He's a good fucking writer.
1: I'll recognize those
0: boobs in any movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to I do uh, a, I used to do fucking krav crowd Maga, the Israeli fighting style years ago. And, uh, my sensei, uh, helped work with her for that fucking movie, the debt. Like she worked I don't with him. It's like that. some like, movie where she plays a, an Israeli informant person. I don't know, but
1: G-Gal he, Gal Gadot was busy.
0: And this is, this is before she got famous. Oh, well, yeah. fuck her. This was like a long time ago, but, Oh, whatever. We're, we're rambling. Spotify playlist on the birthday party, you'll also find in the description of wherever you're listening and watching and uh, everyhelpmember.com. There's playlist for all the episodes. We do a lot of things for this podcast because we enjoy it. So thank you for partaking us, uh, partaking and humoring us while I fucking fumble my words. Man, my voice is ugh! Not you, doing good. I am you were trying to do too many cave vocals. Probably. Even before I got here, I was already losing it.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I, yeah, we were losing it in a group chat. I kind of peaked in the middle of the episode. That's my problem. I don't know how to balance insanity with serious stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, anyway. One day. One day. So I am gonna fucking put the axe, drop the axe. I it. want last song on the course.
1: One. I'm not gonna Oh yeah. So
0: Once again, thank you so much for listening and watching. I think the song I'm picking, you know, like, in my my head, I was like...
1: While you're thinking about it, uh I don't know why. I have nothing to offer you people, but if you want to follow me... Oh,
0: shit. Yeah, I'm not even doing the plugs.
1: (laughs) If you want to follow me at Instagram, and I don't even really have anything to plug... (laughs) I'm just... I'm I just need validation <laughs> at mother puncher
0: dude. I give so little shit about plugging my Instagram <laughs> that I just fucking d- Pope just a different chair for me. Pander monkey. If you want to follow my music, I,
1: I just a, think it's fun to do.
0: It is fun. I just fucking forgot. Like who cares? I, I'm going to do it and it's, I'm glad you reminded me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, fucking whatever. <laughs> It's funny because people have been following it, and I keep oh shit, I think I'm gonna, uh, uh, have been following it, and I forget that like I do post clips of the show on there. Like it's, it's really relevant. I should be plugging plugging it way more. Uh, but yeah, definitely follow on Instagram. So final song, I in my head I was gonna go. <clears throat> I thought I was gonna go Wild World, but Alex uh, is lukewarm on it, so I'm gonna go. Hey man, don't let me change it. Uh. No, I didn't know which one. I didn't know which one needs to be done, and that is of course Big Jesus Trip.
1: Oh Christ!
0: Hell yeah. Thank you so much for listening. See ya.